Hello everyone, welcome back to the Owl City Cast. Today's episode will be about the EP, uh, The Deep Blue, B-Sides, uh, written by, or composed by Thomas James White. I've talked about him before on this podcast in an episode where I basically just went over his music and introduced him as a musician. If you're interested in listening to that episode, it's just his, the episode title is just his name, Thomas James White. Today I'll be discussing uh, the uh, the EP that came out after his album. So he released an album back in, let me just double check my facts, uh, 2020 called The Deep Blue, which is a really good instrumental album I definitely recommend listening to. Uh, and then about a year after that, he released The Deep Blue B-Sides, which is an EP that includes uh, five extra songs, one of which is a remix uh, that, oh, he wrote to go alongside the main album. And I'll be discussing the album in another episode at some point. But today we'll be discussing the EP. The five track, there are five tracks on this EP, and they are Drifter, In the Wonder of God, The Old Family Piano, In the Pale Grey Dawn, Endless Leopard Remix, and Second Thoughts. Um, and of these, my favorite is Drifter, mainly because it's a ambient post-rock track. It reminds me a little bit of his other track called uh, He Is My Heart. Although, and I don't know if, which one I would necessarily say is better. Probably, no, no, I can't decide. They're both just really good, very, like, I want to say emotionally driven. Because they start out soft, and then, because like He Is My Heart, Drifter starts out soft then builds up and becomes big and epic and it's telling a very um powerful and emotional story i think Uh, and again these are all instrumental tracks so the the thing that's tough with instrumental tracks is that you can't always pin a specific story to them which is kind of the nice thing but also the difficult thing is because how do you how do you tell a story using just music with no vocals because with vocals you have uh, lyrics involved and that tells a more direct clear story they're still subjective but the story is more clear with instrumental music it's a little more difficult but that's also kind of the fun of it is that with instrumental music you get to uh, have more fun with creating a story uh, without uh, the you could say uh, the need to include lyrics I'm how do you phrase this you don't instrumental music you have more liberty to create the story that you want without uh the constraint of lyrics and vocals that being said though he did write uh he did include a vocal song on this album or on this ep called second thoughts that's where he sings and i don't and it is, I believe, a love story where it's a sad love story where it doesn't end well, but it's really well written and well composed. Uh, I just remember listening to him thinking, this guy is a pretty good voice. I don't know why he doesn't sing more often. And like in the, his album, The Deep Blue, he has a track called The Deep Blue where he includes his vocals in, in parts throughout it, but not like, you know, fully singing. It's more of a instrumental track than a vocal track, but um, still, I think he has a really good voice and he should 
utilize him more often. Though I know he really prefers to write instrumental music, and he does do a very good job of it, especially with this EP. So that's Drifter, where it just an ambient post-rock track that starts out soft and then builds up the tension of the story and, you know, f- finishes, reaches a climax and then finishes it off really well. Uh, next track is In the Wonder of God. I mean, the only way to explain this track is in the title. It reminds me about the importance of being in awe and seeing the wonder and beauty of who God is. Now, I don't know if Thomas James White is a Christian, but I can definitely say this, I think, has a Christian theme to it because you're li- it's seems to communicate the message that it is good to be in awe of God because of who he is and who he claims to be and what he has done. Um, third track is The Old Family Piano, which I really like personally just because um, my mom plays the piano. She's a professional piano player, and uh, it just... Um, we actually um, have an old, at least I think we, yeah, I think we still have um, our old family piano uh, that was passed down to us. And it, it just, and while my mom didn't really play with that, she would play with uh, the newer one because it was way, it was better tuned. Um, it just reminds me of the importance of music in our family. Um, both the old piano and my mom playing the uh, newer one, as well as whenever she just plays the piano in general, because she is ve- because she is very good at it. And the piano, I think, has one of the most beautiful, unique sounds of any instrument. And the way pianos are used to tell stories in music, whether it's instrumental or vocal, it it's just wonderful to listen to. So that the old family piano track definitely has a personal touch that I can connect with. The fourth track is a remix of another track he released called In the Pale Grey Dawn. Uh, The remix is done by a musician called Endless Leopard. And it's a pretty good remix. Um, In the Pale Grey Dawn, I believe, is just um, very... It uses a lot of, um, what is it, string instruments. It's very much a a string instrument focused um song and it's more somber the original track is more somber but what i really like about this remix is that it kind of keeps that somberness in there but also has a little bit of an uplifting tone to it which is a really interesting way of uh remixing the song it also doesn't do a remix like you know It's not going to add a bass drop or anything like that. It's not that kind of remix. It's really just a nice, smooth, edifying, I would say, remix that highlights the best aspects of the song, but also adds its own flavor to the mix of the song and makes it its own unique thing. The last thing I wanted to talk about with... uh, this EP is that um, why I think it fits well with the album. It fits well with the album so the album generally has a water theme and most of the tracks on the album The Deep Blue uh, have that feel to it and have that kind of focus but also there's some tracks on there that like 
they connect with the water theme, but, like, they're not more directly focused on uh, aquatic or water or feeling like you're looking out on an ocean or a large lake. It just feels like you're looking out on this large area, whether it's water or land, and you just feel so small, but that is not a discomforting thing. It's actually comforting to see this large expanse of nature before you because it's just so wonderful to see and that's what I get when I listen to his album The Deep Blue and I definitely get that when I listen to uh, his EP that goes along with this album um, The Deep Blue B-Sides and uh, I think the music is just generally well composed and it causes you to think about where you are at in life and that's what I think often happens when we see a vast area of water or land or or beautiful spot in nature that we all think of that we think wow this is incredible I feel so small and and it just causes you to think about where you are at in life and why where you are at is so important and that's just it's just really cool that his music is able to do that without even being at those locations it's able to remind you of those moments that you've had looking out on a large expanse of nature that you find beautiful and yeah I just think it's incredible that he's able to do that without you even being at the location it's just it's just really a wonderful feeling and a wonderful thing to experience not only with his music but also to experience actually looking out on those beautiful pieces of nature that you see that you are reminded of and uh, I would largely call both this EP and his album, I think, an experiment in his instrumental music. I mean, I guess you could say that about any artist and their music is that they're always trying to experiment. They're always trying to do something new, but also find a way to make it seem familiar. Like this is what I, uh, this is different than what I normally do, but it's still me. And I really think his album and this EP are experiments are experiments that turned out well and I just I really enjoy listening to them both especially the EP because I think all five tracks are very solid and um I believe when I reviewed the Owl City Ultraviolet EP I didn't give a grade and I don't think I'll do that for EPs just because EPs are a lot shorter than albums and I think in order for and I think it would be unfair to give it a grade like an album because uh, an album, there's a lot more work put into it. There's a lot more songs involved in an album versus an EP. So I won't be uh, grading e EPs when I review them. But I will say overall, this is a, uh, The Deep Blue B-Sides by Thomas James White is a great EP. And I definitely recommend checking it out because especially if you're into instrumental music and, uh, and especially if you're in, into instrumental music sorry I'm struggling to speak right now um, because it's just very how do you describe it? the way he writes the music feels very complex yet at the same time it feels like he's telling a simple story about a memory or an experience he had and that's really cool to have to be able to listen to uh, and I would say that not just of the EP, but also the album that goes along, that the EP goes along with. And I'll definitely be doing a, a review of the album, The Deep Blue, at some point soon. 
But that is all I have for Thomas James White White's uh, EP, the deep blue, the deep blue B sides. I hope you guys enjoy this review of his EP, and I'll see you in the next episode.